0: Good morning, One Hope. It's February 22nd, 2024. Our passage for today is Jeremiah chapter 16, verses 1 to 13. In chapter 16 of Jeremiah, and in our passage today, God commands Jeremiah to perform three symbolic acts. The first one is staying unmarried and not having any children. Verse 2. You must not marry and have sons or daughters in this place. Why not? Verse 4, they will die of deadly diseases. They will not be mourned or buried, but will be like dung lying on the ground. They will perish by sword and famine. To show that the judgment of Judah, judgment that is coming to Judah, will, and through that judgment, all will be wiped out and to symbolically show that he's to not be married and have children. The second symbolic act is not to attend any funeral to mourn. Verse 5, do not enter a house where there is a funeral meal. Do not go to mourn or show sympathy, because I have withdrawn my blessing, my love, and my pity from this people. Why? Well, the judgment is going to be so severe, and full-scale that there will not even be anyone left to mourn anyone else's death. And God wanted to show that message through Jeremiah. The third symbolic act, verse 8. Do not enter a house where there is feasting and sit down to eat and drink. Why not attend any feast and enter a house where there is a party? Well, to show that all life's joy and happiness will be taken away when the Babylonians come through uh, Judah and Jerusalem to bring down the nation and the uh, uh, people entirely. So those are the three symbolic acts through which God speaks to the people of Judah. Of the three, however, I thought more about the first one, The command of God for Jeremiah to stay unmarried. In that culture and context, this was very unusual. For those who didn't know this was a symbolic act, how would they have responded to Jeremiah? Well, probably something like this. What's wrong with him? He's acting all that, preaching the message of doom to us, and no wonder. No one wants to be married, or he can't even find a wife. But then what if they knew that this was a so-called symbolic act? Would the response, their response towards Jeremiah have been any different? I'm guessing probably not. Look at him. I knew there was something wrong with him. He's acting all that, preaching the message of doom, and he claims that this is a symbolic act, but no wonder he can't even find a wife. This symbolic act and the picture we see of Jeremiah brought me back to a number of young adults in church who are unmarried. I served them for many years, and I know for this for a fact because I've, uh, I have heard from them on many occasions or I felt them and how they're feeling in their hearts. Most, if not all, want to get married but have not found the one yet. And many of them struggle in that longing. And there are for us cultural factors too. Why isn't she or he married? Why is he or she not able to find someone? Uh, The time is getting on, and they're getting old. And and for us, a little bit more, some of us in our ethnic context, maybe a little more pressure, um, or maybe much more pressure, because of cultural reason, which is much closer to the biblical times than the Western context. Well, there are two possibilities. One, to live in misery, Or second possibility is to let let it become a message of God. Message of God through your singleness in life. It will not be forever. You will not be like Jeremiah. It will be for a time. And that day will come when God will bring that person to you. But until then, don't live in misery, but let it become. Let your singleness become a message of God. Through which he speaks. There was one person in the Bible who lived an amazing single life, and that's Apostle Paul. When you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, he talks about uh, and addresses the issue of singleness, widowhood, and he talks about how if you cannot uh, be in that place of being single, uh, however it happened, then get married. Don't be burned. Uh, don't burn in, in in flames of desire but as for me i am unmarried and i'm completely fine and i wish all of you and my personal preference he says that you would be unmarried but if you cannot and you're not called to it like me then go ahead and get married That's what Apostle Paul says. And through him, I feel that God has left a beautiful picture of Christian singleness, whether you are called to it for life or just for a season or for a period. Paul became a message of a person, a believer, who completely lived for God, was completely satisfied in his relationship with God and in his calling that he did not see a need to be married. And he was totally okay staying unmarried. In some ways, now that I've been married for many years, it's not that being unmarried is is inferior, but I do, to one sense, see that this life that Paul lived, in many ways, could be said to be superior. Superior life that many of us cannot live. And yes, I know marriage is God's plan and design. And all of us, most of us who are now called to singleness should be married. So I'm saying this more like Paul as a personal opinion that because more I come to know God, I also begin to have this longing to perhaps live like Apostle Paul. I would love to be able to do it too. Live my life where I only have God, and that's more than okay, and it's totally okay. I wish I could do that too. There's that desire, even though I'm not called right now to singleness. So friends, what is the situation that you are in? Depending on how you respond, it could become a misery or a message depending on how you respond you could become a stage curtain withdrawn and drawn down with the lights out and hiding the stage or you could become a a stage curtain withdrawn wide open to showcase the beauty and the glory of our God here I'm not talking about Creating situations of suffering for yourself when it's not there. I am talking about, however, situations that you are already in. I'm also not talking about just heavy, difficult, deep hardship but I ta- I am talking about the same type of small hardships that you and I and the people out there in the world go through something that all of us go through and we all respond the same way but depending on how you respond and if you respond differently you can become you can bring God's message to them so here is today's takeaway become God's message I see our one whole people go through different hardships in their life. I bring the Word of God and message to them, and they respond to God's message. And for me, right before my eyes, become God's message for me in the way they endure through it, in the way they go through it in faithfulness, in the way they persist in their difficulties and hardship. And I see that. I am blessed encouraged motivated to keep going because i see that god in them is real and they become right before my eyes god's very message for me and i see that his message is alive and well and i want to follow that message too so friends the situation that you are in don't let it become your misery but become the message of God. In Jesus' name, Amen.